Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. Pod episode number 94. It is so good to be back with you. We are so close to 100 episodes and we're so grateful for you all for listening. This week, Esther and I are here to catch up with you. We are very well aware that we have been promising a guest for the last couple of weeks. Unfortunately, the few that we had lined up for this week did fall through, but we will bring you some pretty exciting guests over the next couple of weeks leading into the new year. So stay tuned for those ones. But Esther, you're here with me. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Lid. Yeah, just getting excited for the end of the year and um, having some time off. Both Lids and I and the Femi team are going to take a two-week hiatus, which we're all craving, I think, after a really exciting 2023, but also um, taxing in terms of yeah the amount of thought and effort that's gone into creating Femi and um, as in the app. We're all feeling um, tired and excited for a break, but um, yeah, really pumped for what next year brings as well but yeah I've been pretty good just running and working eating sleeping and hanging out with family and friends but running's going all good again like I'm so proud of myself for listening to my body like so stoked last although yeah it's quite hard to say this but like I'm a very open book I do think I kind of dug myself a a big hole last time I had COVID. So I think a lot of what I suffered through was probably my own fault. Um, but then again, I didn't understand it fully. Um, so sometimes you have to live and learn and take lessons from what you go through. But yeah, like I'm just so happy that I did it right this time and I'm pretty good. Like I'm definitely not as fit as I was eight weeks ago or nine weeks ago, however long it was uh, before I got sick again. But yeah, I'm definitely not too far off which is cool um in terms of like where I was last time as well so that's awesome um looking forward to getting some big training blocks through Christmas and the new year and um sort of being a little bit of a hermit too I don't plan on doing anything big for new years or anything um crazy at all I just want to relax and reset um train hard and look forward to next year's races I think I want to do the Gold Coast Half Marathon. Um, not sure if you want to be there, Lids, but hopefully you will come with me. Um, there'll be some Femis there, I'm sure. And yeah, a couple of, I'm sure I'll do some 10Ks and um, yeah, just looking forward to all of that. So yeah, I feel like I've been really good. How you been, Lids? Yeah, all good. Like I think we're definitely in the same place. We're both just like pretty tired. It is coming to the end of the year. It's been a very long year. I'd actually thinking back I don't think we've really had like a proper holiday or like a decent time off this entire year so it's going to be so nice to have a holiday in a couple of weeks uh my husband <laughs> I can now call him that has been away for the last couple of weeks so he's getting back next week and then we can actually spend some time together we like barely spent any time together after the wedding so I'm so excited to just like get away and switch off a little bit but uh yeah, like the, the year has gone so incredibly fast. It's like quite terrifying. Um, 
but in saying that it's taken a lot of energy to get through this year so yeah excited for a break I think uh my training has been very up and down the last couple of weeks I uh, actually went to a Nike event last week where I was uh coaching and there was a football section at the event and me being the competitive self that I am decided to go over and try and shoot a goal and for those who don't know I've been suffering a hamstring tendinopathy for I want to say like maybe six years plus uh, and it kind of like has been relatively okay like because I haven't really done anything stupid until last week where I went to smash the football into the goal and uh, severely inflamed my hamstrings so uh, that has been fun to deal with over the last week but to be honest when I did it it was so excruciatingly painful that I thought I would have been running for weeks and uh, I'm like back running pretty well like I would say it's not 100% but it's almost there um, so I'm pretty proud that I've been able to come back so quickly but it's a weird thing I don't know if anyone suffered a hamstring tendinopathy uh, it's like when you inflame it through like picking a football it's so sore and I remember the last time I did it back in 2021 I think it was I got tripped up on a run and it was just like the worst pain it like it honestly felt like I ripped my hamstring off the bone but uh, yeah it's it's crazy how quickly you can come back from those things if you do all the right things so I like rested I recovered I did lots of rehab I was doing what I knew I needed to do in the gym I wasn't doing anything silly I got on the bike did some cross training um and then probably started back running after about four or five days very slowly uh and then yesterday I got out for like 17 k's this morning I did like 14 so yeah definitely like somewhat back but um I've also been using the Glossly uh magnesium spray which is one of our friends companies but honestly I feel like that's helped so much I've never like taken magnesium supplements or used a spray before and I've just been using that every night and um I've also had quite a tight calf and I put it on my calf and yeah it's helped heaps so that's a really shameless plug for Glossly uh if you want to go check them out I found that really helpful but um yes I guess for me I was like the last time I think we were chatting guests, we we're talking about races and I was kind of looking at different races to do. And I was kind of getting excited about doing a track race uh, over in New Zealand, which is on next week, but that clearly is not happening. Uh, so I did this workout a few weeks ago, the week before I got injured, it was like a 5k workout of 400s. And I surprised myself so much like I ran way faster than I thought I felt way better than I imagined I would after not doing that sort of paced workout in a very long time so I was like very excited to go and race a 5k but um yeah it's, it's not going to happen because my hamstring but that's all good I actually put out a request on Instagram the other day asking what distance I should train for and you all love to see me suffer clearly because a lot of you <laughs> suggested that I do the marathon which uh I love you and I hate you for, so I probably will sign up to a marathon pretty soon, but I'm still not sure which one it is, and it will be months away till I actually race, but uh, yeah, other than training and racing, uh, work has been just keeping us busy and ticking along, and it's awesome to see more and more people downloading and using the Femi app, so shout out to you all, but yeah, I guess it's been a wild year, so I thought today we could chat through some highs and lows of the year, and then just also you know 
be realistic around where we are right now and how important it is to kind of have these breaks uh, throughout the year because we haven't done that this year and I think it has kind of got us to a place where we've dug the hole so deep we need to take some extended time off. But yes, before we go there, what has been your highest high of the year? Highest high. Great, great question. And I can only pick one? <laughs> I'll give you two. Okay, cool. I think they're probably like personal growth things, I think, like um, in terms of like taking the step to take medication, I think, for my anxiety. So for people, um, some I think some of you would have maybe listened to episodes where I talk about health anxiety and how hectic that's been this year and like, you know, it's a full-on mental health disorder and it's fucking horrible like it is I don't wish it on anyone um it's just like hyper awareness of your body and like fear over like very small things that pop up and catastrophizing and like quite often it happens after you go through something like quite traumatic and I think for me it was probably my partner's illness and that experience and then maybe COVID as well and like my own health suffering through that like maybe the combination of that um so yeah it got really really bad at one point um so yeah I've been seeing a site getting help um but I think just taking that step to like go on medication and then also like seeing the impact that it's already had um because like I'm on an SSRI which basically helps you with serotonin um and I've yeah I've really noticed like I don't fall into like rabbit holes and like um really negative downward spirals anymore I'm like I'll notice something on my body I might check it more than someone that doesn't have health anxiety but I don't like google things or like go into almost like a panic attack and stuff so I am noticing big changes and like it's just crazy been learning more about anxiety and depression and how like you can try so many things. Like I was trying so many things like meditation, cold water immersion, like doing so much to try and get my mind right. And like, sometimes you just do need extra help. And like the way that it works is it like helps you, it actually fully changes like your brain pathways. So like if you always have those negative thoughts and it's like the easiest thing for your brain to do because it's the most common pathway, then that's what's going to happen. And it's quite really hard to change that yourself, especially when you're deep in it, like I was. And so like, I'm noticing now that, yeah, I don't go into like those negative spins like I did. Um, Liz is hearing from me less about my health, <laughs> which I'm sure she's grateful for too. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm really like proud of myself for like doing that. Cause I remember when I, left the doctors after like talking to her and like went and picked up my first prescription I just like cried on the way to the car because I was like um I'm gonna cry now but I was like just quite emotional that I got to that point um and so yeah I just am grateful that I was like brave enough to try it and like that it's working so yeah I think that's probably my proudest moment um and like feeling coming through that and like being able to feel better um I'm definitely not like fully out the woods but I am way better than I was in the depths of it so yeah it's me proudest moment 
What about you, Liz? That was actually only one because when I started talking about it, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, um, I love how vulnerable you are and like willing to share your journey because I feel like it's going to help so many other people as well. So I'm so proud of you two for going through all of that and coming out the other side and just learning what works for you, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all different knowing what you need it might be different to someone else but um going through that journey is like I think terrifying in itself you know like it's almost like opening up a can of worms and just like hoping for the best at some points um so yeah I feel like sharing your journey is always going to help other people to feel like they're okay but uh yeah I guess for me what I'm most proud of this year I think I've been doing quite a lot of like thinking about this kind of term imposter syndrome um and I mean everyone in the Femi team has kind of gone through a journey this year of like us trying to figure out our dynamics and our roles and it's been like a really exciting journey to go through but it's also been really terrifying because you know as Esther and I are both first-time founders of a company it's the first time we've like employed people and like even just that is like really scary um taking responsibility for other people is terrifying uh and you know moving into these different roles within the company there's definitely times where I question whether you know I'm the right person to be doing the particular roles or if I deserve to be there or if I'm worthy of having a successful company and um especially a tech company like I never probably imagined myself you know (laughs) founding a tech company with my best friend but here we are and uh yeah I don't know I I listen to a lot of podcasts especially when I'm training and there's a a lot of conversation going on around imposter syndrome and it's crazy because I feel like it's mostly women that have these conversations like I don't hear a lot of men saying that they suffer imposter syndrome um but I also just want to say like analyzing what imposter syndrome actually is and I think people use the term a lot um quite like flippantly thinking that because they don't feel 100% confident um, in a particular role or a particular place that that is imposter syndrome but I think from the readings and the work that I've done like imposter syndrome is much more than that you know it's like really having an out-of-body experience and looking back at yourself and being like I shouldn't be there or I don't feel like myself in that particular situation or role or whatever it might be and so I think people like just use the word imposter syndrome to cover up for their lack of confidence. And I don't think I have imposter syndrome. I don't think that's something that like I really suffer necessarily, but I think I definitely suffer from a lack of confidence. And that comes from my lack of like experience or being in these particular situations before in my life. Like I've never been a CEO. I've never founded a company. I've never built technology. Like there's so many things that have happened this year that are so new to me and to my experience in my career that like, of course, I'm going to sit in a room full of intelligent people and question like, if I'm smart enough to be in that room. And I think that's really normal. But um, for me, like coming out the other side of that and just understanding like what I can bring to the table and why I can be a leader in, in the team. And that is a role that I can do and should be doing. Um, and yeah, I think that's something that I've like worked through this entire year is just going from this place of like, I can't do this because I don't have the experience and I don't deserve to be here to now being like, I can do this. And like, yes, things are going to go wrong and I'm going to make mistakes and things aren't going to be perfect all the time. Um, But it's going to be okay because like I am 
in my mind, I can be the best person to do this particular role. And, you know, your belief in yourself has to outweigh um, those kind of questions that you ask if you're worthy or, or um, experienced enough. And yeah, I think that's probably what I'm most proud of because I look back at the year as a whole of what we've been able to achieve at work and what we've been able to build at FEMI and every person within our team and within our community has a piece to play but we've made so many gains this year and we've had so much success and all of that has come because everyone's in the right place doing the right things if that makes sense so um yeah it's been awesome like honestly I still pinch myself every day that you and I are doing this yes like it's just it is crazy and I spent so much of my life listening to other successful founders and I wouldn't say I'm not sitting here saying we're successful founders yet but I think it's gonna come um but I've just heard so many other stories I think I've always been really inspired by people who are really hardworking and really driven and do have that belief in themselves and it's just so cool that like we are here doing the thing you know because I I feel like lots of people think about it and it did sit on my mind for a very long time. Like I never knew what the startup world involved and I was not at all aware of like the investment world on how people literally give you money to do something you love, which is crazy um, in the hope that it turns out to be a success. But I never knew any of that before this time last year, you know, like before we went through the Start Made journey, which was the accelerator program, I had no idea about that world. And uh, and now I'm like, wow, people actually do this and um, come out the other side and not only, you know, potentially have a really successful company, they uh, are changing the world in a really positive way through doing the work that they're doing. And I truly believe that's what we're doing at Femi. And uh, it's been crazy and exciting and scary and terrifying all at the same time. Yeah, it's been crazy. Like, I do feel so grateful to be able to do it alongside you because, like, I think, there was a moment at your wedding, Lids, when James, your new hubby, was doing his speech. And um, obviously I was like emotional throughout it all. But then when he was talking about like the amount of no's that we've been given and like the, like how hard, like he was talking about you and like what we've done at Femi and how much effort has gone into this and like how many people have said no to us. Like out of hundreds of conversations with VCs and other investors we have been said no to so many times like 99% of the time and like Femi Theory was an absolute battle like so we've been said no to so many times but like I'm so proud of that like belief that we've both kept and like even at our lowest points where we're like you know scared for the future of Femi which is a reality for founders all the time like we were able to like get through that point and like, yeah, still have that belief. And like, I do genuinely believe that it's, it's going to be successful. And like, even though you have those like small moments of doubt, I don't think either of us have ever actually thought it wouldn't. And like, yeah, I'm just like really proud of watching your evolution as well. Like I, I think there'd be no one better to be the CEO of Femi. Um, and I think, yeah, you, you are a natural leader and like seeing the progress um, of both of us. Cause like, I'm also proud of how much I've learned about like product and tech and like 
talking to users and gathering feedback and like using that to like fuel where we go next and that sort of thing like I'm just it's just been so cool like the most crazy crazy year ever um but yeah totally agree the confidence thing hits me too sometimes you know that like we are each other's confident and tell each other how we're feeling all the time so yeah and that I'm super grateful that I have you along the way as well and we're like definitely still getting a lot of no's like (laughs) all the time something we're still we're still going through and I imagine we will continue to go through forever because there will always be people who don't believe and that's fine and that's okay and I don't know personally that just adds fuel to my fire it's been such an evolution and honestly we couldn't have got here today with what we've been able to build without our community without our listeners without the people who do believe in us so yeah, thank you so much for being able to provide us um, the support throughout 2023. It's just been so crazy, but we're so excited for what is to come in 2024. Like there's so many exciting things that we have internally going on, but also, you know, just the world of running is evolving so quickly. And it's just so awesome to see how many people we've spoken about this before, but just how many people are like getting into the sport of running and like the Nike Melbourne Marathon last week went on sale and it sold out I'm pretty sure within like three days and I mean that's awesome because we're doing our job really well but like it's just so cool to see these people already like so pumped about races next year and like planning ahead and wanting to kind of evolve their own running um, in a really sustainable way because you ain't signing up to a, a race in October almost like 10 months out from race day without believing that you're going to be sustainable enough in your training to be able to get there so like yeah kudos to everybody who's signed up to the race already I think that's so great definitely and like knowing yeah like you say sustainable but like knowing that you're you love it enough to like commit to it that far away you know it's not just like yeah a race that you enter like you know six months out and then train for it and then stop training for it's like the yeah these people like already ready right now they're like let's go I know that I want to be running then and I want to be running the year after and the year after um yeah amazing like go Melbourne Marathon they have done such a fabulous fabulous job but yeah it is really exciting just the trend of running just everyone's doing it so good to see do we want to um go into our lows as well yeah let's hit me with your lows at the lows okay um I feel like I kind of touched on it but yeah definitely when I was probably the worst with my anxiety um was a real low point for me and then I think a combination of that and like uncertainty of Femi at one point like as in like my like where was I meant to be and where do I fit in um because like before we became, you know, a company company, Liz and I just did it together. We were like, let's do this. We're like, yeah, sick. That sounds good. And then we'd do it the next day. And like we shared, you know, every piece of Femi together and just like built this thing together. And so once you become more of like a company with obviously employees and everything, like we said, like you need to sort of find your place and like where's your expertise best suited um, to make the team the best team possible. And I think, there was so many changing parts throughout this year. And there was one point for me where I felt like probably really, like really hyper-stressed and like worried. Um, and yeah, I, I think at that point alongside my anxiety, I definitely was like burnt out. Um, and yeah, 
I was really struggling. So that was probably a low point for me, I think. Um, What else was a low point? I think it's just been the mental health, but it's also such a like positive as well when you start to get to the other side of it, like it definitely. So it's funny how it's also my high and my low. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's probably my lowest, I think. What about you? Yeah, um, honestly, I feel like if I look back at the year, I'm so proud of all of the achievements we've been able to do, get and the amount of work we've been able to do with such a small team and um, obviously like being able to marry my husband, like all of that is so positive. There aren't too many like lows. I know that uh, a big one for me, I guess, is my ability or the opportunities to actually like focus on my training and actually race like running has been such a huge part of my entire life for such a long time that I this year other than maybe in 2020 when everything shut down this is probably like the least amount of racing that I've done since I was probably like a kid and um it's just been hard I think I I feel like I'm always pretty positive about it when I speak about not being able to race on the podcast and like I try to stay pretty optimistic and I also try to stay really realistic and the fact that like my energy is just being put elsewhere at the moment but when I look back I just would have loved to have been able to get to more start lines and actually like race to the ability and to the potential that I know I have like even just that work and I did a few weeks ago you know I'm like fuck I'm like so fit I should be racing and I just don't really have the opportunity to do that um and then I got injured for the first time all year which is just annoying but um even like for the first six months of the year I think the first race I did was in July and that was a 10k and then I did a half marathon in September um and then I jumped into that 50k and uh that's it and so I think I guess I wouldn't say it's necessarily a low, low, but if I could have made some changes this year, I probably would have tried to jump into more races, even just fun runs. So I think that's something I definitely want to do in 2024 is like, although I want to prioritize work and Femi, I also want to make sure I have time in the calendar where I can like actually go and and race because that's the whole, wow, one of the reasons Femi exists is because of my love for running and our love for running and, and, part of that is like racing and showing up for myself to see how fast I can run uh so yeah it would have been cool to do more racing but that's okay uh yeah that's not the end of the world totally agree with you I am the same I don't know how many I did but it would it's like three or four and like I definitely want to do more as well I miss it and it's it is so fun it's such a hype like being on the start line with so many people and like pushing your body and, and that sort of thing so yeah I think it's been a balancing act, hey, like balancing our health and like making sure we are healthy to race. Like that's also the other challenge that I think both of us have faced is like lots of travel and and sickness and little injuries. Like they pop up for me often, (laughs) um, which is really frustrating. But yeah, I'm with you on that one. That's a goal of mine too next year. We're going to try target some more races and get out in the community more because yeah absolutely love that part of running I know I feel like because you end up like not racing that often then when you do race there's like so much pressure on it because you know it's only going to be one race for a certain amount of time um and it makes it like just not as fun as well so I'm like the more we race the more we can get used like back used to racing 
and then we can like just go into them with you know a mindset that's more just like this is just like a fun event or a training run and just go out and do it versus being like <gasps> I've like literally trained for eight months for this one start line um that's not the case I love running and just running for running's sake but um yeah I definitely want to just jump into more fun runs just to like go out and enjoy it and uh yeah like you said be amongst the community as well can't wait bring it on 2024 is going to be busy. Super busy. <laughs> Can I just say one other thing that I'm really proud of this year is like not jumping on the trend of Crocs. <laughs> you know you want to. <laughs> I feel like Crocs has just been like the biggest trend for 2023 and I cannot stand that shoe and S loves Crocs. Um, so I'm really proud that I have like not being swayed to actually buy crocs um that's definitely one of my proudest achievements this year i've had crocs for like two and a half years so i definitely restarted that trend no i'm kidding <laughs> um but yeah i just like them because they're just like so easy to slip on i don't know you can be more dynamic than just a slide like like i could maybe even go for a little jog if i needed to like there's that dude that ran a marathon in them that's um insane. which is very silly. I would not recommend doing that. I'm sure he suffered after that. Yeah, I just like, I don't know. Um, but I get why you think they're ugly. Uh, I do. Sometimes I'm like, these are pretty weird. Um, <laughs> it's one of those trends in like three years going to look back and be like, damn, I can't believe I wore that. I know, I know. But it's I fine. Know. It's fine. I mean, like, you do you, gal. I know I'm definitely one of those people that like I don't really care that much like I wear my slippers to the track and stuff you know I just like rock up and <laughs> I like slippers I'm, I'm all about that at the moment even when it's like 30 degrees I've got I've yeah. on right now yeah I've got abnormally like sweaty feet so like I can't really wear slippers that much but um the open Uggs perfect for summer track um closed for the winter <laughs> Uh, okay well I think that's enough from us today so um, we will be back next week um, we are hoping to have a pretty incredible guest um, we actually got two amazing guests lined up for the rest of the year so those episodes will be out pretty soon so stay tuned for those ones but in the meantime thank you so much again for listening we appreciate every single one of you um, thanks Est for your time and for the highs and the lows and yeah we'll chat to you all next week Thanks so much. Bye.